This is episode 344 of No Laugh Track Podcast. Exciting time here because Joe Zimmerman is back with me. And oh, yes. uh, it's, it's, it's been a year. It seems like it's been uh, my fondness for you. It makes it seem like it was yesterday, but the memory, memories don't fade. It's been almost exactly a year because I remember when I arrived at the NPR, Raccoon was at the top of the UBS building. <laughs> and I looked it up and it was uh, June, June of t- last year. Here I am. I'm back. I'm waiting for more animal news. <laughs> this, <laughs> this, there have not been. Besides, I think I remember uh, sending you a link to it. Our independent baseball team here in the Twin Cities, the St. Paul Saints, about a month after the NPR raccoon uh, ordeal, they then honored the raccoon by wearing uniforms. They renamed the team the St. Paul Raccoons for one day. They should be renamed that permanently. permanently. Sorry, <laughs> it was an international sensation. I, I know. Sh- and and then they released it in Shakopee. I feel like they could have toured that raccoon around the world i could made millions of dollars donated to a good cause i feel like people are too quick to be like oh we can't take advantage of the raccoon oh so oh so he's gonna go live his best life in in trash cans right in, in shakopee uh-huh like that's a better life <laughs> garbage no pun intended mm-hmm how are you, Joe, since in the last year that's passed? Uh, good. Uh, so, sum up, give me, give, we're going to go month by month. Last July, how were you? Then, uh, no, I'm oh, yeah. Good. I, I'm doing my podcast, a great listening experience. I put my album out, Innocence. Um, yes. Yeah, last time we recorded, it was pre-album uh, yeah. release. I actually listened back to it, and... You, I don't even think you had the. When did when did the when did Innocence come out? It came out at the beginning of tw- this year, beginning of 2019. What was up with the delay, Joe? Because on the podcast you said, "Oh, maybe end of July." Really? Yes, I just listened back to it an hour ago. As a matter of fact, no, we we recorded in June, and I said it was going to come out in July. Yes. No. We'll, we'll, we'll have our own great listening experience after this podcast, and I'll play it back for you. That's nuts. It's true. Were you, were you just trying to hype me for no apparent reason? I remember thinking, I remember the ad, maybe the edits were going to be done in July. Hmm. Well, in any case, now it's available. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the delay was. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. So anyway, I did listen back to the last time we were here. That was episode... Uh, Two, today's 344 that was 299 okay. wow 299 right. putting them out yeah nice. one week before the big 300 and i'm so glad i listened i uh i listened like i said i listened back to it at the very end i'm gonna hit we're gonna get this out of the way right away here mm-hmm. this is the this is an ongoing conversation that you have i you and i have had now for three podcasts okay see so now we'll see how quickly you remember this my ipod or my 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 apple phone add iphone Plug it in, ADD. Exactly, yes, comes I up right at one point. Your track, ADD, from your first album, was coming up right away when I would plug my phone into my car, and I'd hear like the first line and be like, "Oh, here we go! All right, I got to." My friend in Atlanta, Christy Marinak, just texted me the same thing has been happening to her in her car for years. It's crazy. I don't know if it's the alphabetical order. Alphabetical order, yeah. Of ADD, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, whatever 
song in your all of your tracks is alphabetically the lowest comes up first uh, i mean it can i mean i, I I've, to, I've since looked and i've seen, you can switch it to however you want i need to, to do it first. i need to, need to do an aardvark track for exactly. my next album <laughs> so it just pops up for people yes aardvark so the update last time mm-hmm. was that i changed it and the new number one song that came up uh number one is in alphabetically was against all odds by phil collins nice. if you remember this yeah so now, just 20 minutes ago, as I'm walking in here, I'm going, oh, now I got to get the update because I almost forgot to check. There's a new number one f- that comes first in the A's. Okay. It is no longer against all odds. It is now Abe Lincoln versus Madison Avenue, Bob Newhart. Oh, wow. Yeah. I haven't heard that one. <laughs> it's not a new one. That's great. <laughs> it's going to be new for me. <laughs> Well, that's cool. Um, Bob Newhart was in town, I don't know, within the last month. I didn't go, but it inspired me to uh, listen to some of his stuff. He was in town? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know he... On tour? Yeah. I didn't know he was on tour. Well, from what I read, his tour consists of four shows a year. (laughs) So... I don't know. Is that a tour? I mean, the hell. But he did a show. Let's put it that way. He came to Minneapolis. He did a show, and I believe he's 89 years old. Wow. Yeah. All right. I guess I hope, I don't know if I hope I'm touring when I'm 89. I might want to just be at home. How? <laughs> New material at 89? <laughs> Testing it out? Yeah. I don't know. I wonder if he's doing the, the hits. I want to see it. Oh, oh. it's got to be the hits. Got to do the hits. I mean, it's got to be. I wouldn't be surprised if you did that Abe Lincoln one that day. In any case, we're here to talk about you, Joe Zimmerman. Okay. I know about me. That's a topic I'm aware of. Uh, well, first of all, let's continue the very short conversation we had before we started recording. I said I had uh-huh. you answer a question for me. I have a uh, I have push notifications from I don't from eBay, and they just as I sat down here, they sent me a little thing and asked me if I was still interested in buying that uh, Michael Jackson album I had been looking at. Mm-hmm. And you said I asked you that I said, do you think I'm still interested because I looked at that and didn't buy it? eBay's asking, and what did you say? I said. Uh did you? I guess you didn't watch the documentary about Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, I didn't watch the documentary because because <laughs> I don't want it to ruin my pleasure of Michael Jackson songs. This is a classic debate going on about artists such as Michael Jackson, R. Kelly, Bill Cosby, Louis C.K. Uh-huh. Can you enjoy the art if if you're aware of? the guy being bad yeah but and i was gonna start telling you that i would I, I i'm not gonna i could not sit here and defend michael jackson i'm not you know i'm not gonna go oh yeah that it's all made up i don't know i just i just purely just like to go back to when i was a kid hmm. and i had a poster and yeah. i liked his songs yeah I still want to like his songs five six years ago we were in las vegas and i won a bunch of money playing a michael jackson um slot uh, uh, casino game mm-hmm. and it was awesome you sit there and it plays the music behind your head like if you hit a bonus it plays uh, Dirty Diana or Smooth Criminal yeah. awesome so fun in any case I'm a bad person I'm not saying you're a bad person I'm surprised that you like I wonder what you think would happen if you watched the documentary my wife actually watched it without me Uh huh. and she said it was disturbing you watched it correct did you say that yeah yeah and it's she's 
she said she's not going to let it affect her feelings. Wow. Yeah. I just thought it was pretty. All all I need to say about it, I don't have that strong opinion. I just thought it was very convincing, and that and that was the end of the story. <laughs> oh, I'm just no. shocked. I'm just shocked that anybody denies it after no. after watching that two part documentary. Like it couldn't be more convincing. No. Anybody that's denying it is clearly in denial. <laughs> I.e. you in denial because you just want to enjoy the music uh-huh <laughs> uh well i what are you uh what are you doing tomorrow afternoon because i'm having some friends over to watch a cosby show marathon if you're interested yeah i'd, I'd love it i mean i'm a <laughs> huge, i'm very passionate about his work okay and i am able to separate the art from the man <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make sense because I've written him off. I'm not I'm not going to you know, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> when an R Kelly song comes on, what do you what do you think? Well, I never liked R Kelly. Okay. And actually, I have you know what? Joe, I do have strong feelings about because I did watch a show a year or so ago about R Kelly and was blown away that he still walks the streets. Yeah, you saw that R. Kelly Lifetime docuseries. Is that the one? You Not saw? from a few months ago. This is a few years ago. Did it you might see? have been Lifetime, but it was. It's see, I guess, I guess the same thing you said about Michael Jackson. I watched that. I'm like, are you kidding me? It is obvious. This he he had basically sex slaves. He wouldn't let them leave a building. It's crazy. So. Yeah, so now just do that and think about that for Michael Jackson. No. <laughs> <laughs> this week, this week, R. Kelly was arrested, and um, the headline said that he was arrested after an FBI agent watched the Lifetime documentary, which makes me worried that uh, FBI agents are finding out about crime the same way I'm finding out about crime. Right. Just... What's on Netflix? Yeah. Ooh, certified fresh. Oh. <laughs> if you're a criminal, just don't have a hit documentary and you're good. Right. Have right. a poorly produced documentary that nobody sees. Right, right, right. You'll be all right. If those cameras are following you around, you're probably screwed. But yeah, the Michael Jackson one was well done. <laughs> you're saying it's the best ever? I think Bob, Robert Durst... The jinx on HBO was the best done, and he was immediately arrested after that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. I, uh, I'll go back. I, I would. I would go back. You've convinced me. I'll go back and watch it. Except that after Game of Thrones ended, I canceled my HBO subscription. Oh. <laughs> and that's the truth. Well, where, where did you? Um, did you? Were you one of the haters of the last season, or were you okay with it? Oh, I was okay with it. I mean, yeah. I never read the books, so I, you know, I've never been on that level. Yeah, I was okay yeah, with wrong. it. It's wrong. I don't know. I was okay with it. Um, the, but the last season, people were so upset about. Yeah, uh, you know, if you want to, you know, break down every, it does seem like they skipped through things a little faster than I would have enjoyed. More, uh, you know, they could have stretched things out, and I would have sat there and watched for you know another. For eight. some reason, they wanted to condense it to four episodes, and then HBO convinced them to do six episodes. Mm -hmm. For some reason, they wanted to be over uh, over with it. I'm not sure why. Yeah, but overall, I liked it. Okay, I liked it. Did yeah. you? Uh, do you watch? Did you watch Game of Thrones with your own HBO <laughs> subscription? Um, no, 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 I used a friend's. Used a friend. Uh, also, um, by the way, in case you're concerned about what people are cared about in the world, the petition to 
um, reenact the Paris Climate Agreement has 40,000 signatures on change.org and the petition to um, remake the final game of, of Thrones season has 1.9 million signatures. 1.9 million people ha- are taking action. Good. Yeah. Good, good. You know what? Everybody needs to put their foot down about something. And game of Thrones. They were upset. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, you know, I think since you just brought up change.org, uh-huh. now would be a perfect time to talk about that a little bit more. Oh, sure. Uh, what's in your mouth, Joe? Sorry. I'm going <laughs> to uh, stop eating cheesecake now. It's just so good. Right before the podcast started, I uh, had used the restroom. I walked out and I overheard someone. I thought I heard someone say cheesecake. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, there's no way someone said cheesecake at one so, o'clock in the afternoon. But Joe is woofing down some delicious looking cheesecake from here in it, Acme. It's good. Um so and it got me just the vibes I needed. So good. Um I started giving. I started giving to donations this year. I'm sort of a good person, you know? And uh we'll, we'll, we'll judge that. And uh here's the problem. I started getting now I started receiving mail somebody gave out my mailing address to every Charity. So now I receive ten letters a day from various charities yeah. begging me for help, and um, I don't know. I feel kind of bad at the end of the month having to rip up these desperate cries for help. Just please help us stop hate. And I'm like, I'm already giving to to the bees. You know, I'm already giving to help the hippos and right. The climate, and I, I tend to be an animal person, and people go, oh, you don't like humans? And it's not like I don't like humans. I just feel like humans are kind of, as a species, kind of the New England Patriots. Sure. We just keep winning, you uh-huh. know, backed by shady organizations. <laughs> and I right. feel like uh, every animal is, um, you know, a middle school football team that went 0-16 last year. And their coach also coaches tennis. They're struggling. <laughs> they're struggling. You know, one panda gets pregnant, and we're like, "Oh, they're doing fine." No, that was just a, a that was just like a score and a scrimmage. <laughs> they're not doing fine. They're struggling. Well, uh, when you're doing these, uh, uh, you know, these these nice, generous uh, things that you're doing, uh, do you also include your phone number? In other words, is your phone ringing asking for money? Or is it uh, only emails or things in the mail? It's mostly um, mail. I am having trouble with my phone in that I'm getting a lot of robocalls, and my Facebook was hacked a few months ago. Yeah. So something is going on where people have people have enough of my information that they seem to be hitting me up a lot and getting into my accounts, which is problematic. Uh, I want to talk some more about that. Do you do you answer your phone when it's a number that you don't recognize? I suppose you have to, being oh, in no. show business. No? no, no, I've never answered my phone call from an unknown number. Okay. Are you crazy? I'll if it's a voicemail and then that's their chance to say who they are. Yeah. Otherwise, I assume it's a robot. Sure. Nine out of ten of them are spam. I gave to a. A foundation a few years ago, local one, uh-huh. and it, it was just a random phone call that I made. Yeah, I answered the phone. 
the guy was uh, very friendly and talked me into giving some money. The thing, it's, it was a type of thing that I've probably when I was younger, I made fun of like one of my parents, but like specifically like my dad. Like, dad, get up, get up, hang up, get off the phone with this person. What are you doing? You know. Uh-huh. Um, but I gave money, and then that it was a it was a state patrol thing minnesota state patrol thing and then after that it was like phone calls every quarter probably yeah uh where it it, and it's very interesting they call you say hello and it's not like oh hey good afternoon this is blah 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 no it's a there you're immediately in the middle of a conversation oh hello Hey, great weather today, huh, Justin? Say, what's going on, man? I'm like, what? Huh? What? That's the way to do it. What? What do you? What? Now I've blocked. So the last time, so I I knew the the call came through several times, you know, quarterly. So it was always from the same number. So then finally, my phone, I put the name next to it, and I basically wrote, "Do not answer." So when it comes up, I'm not going to answer it. Except then they recently they switched to a different number. I answered it and completely hung up on the guy within five seconds. Sure. Yeah. Smart. Was that smart, or am I? Did that's, I make myself? I, on another I love list? that you're still nice enough to answer calls in the first place. That's the one that gets through. Yeah, that's the only one that gets through. Yeah. It's the police, so they're pretty sneaky. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, um, uh, by the way, I do feel. I just to recap what I, about charities. I do feel a little guilty, you know, when people are like, you know, what about? You know, save the starving kids, and I'm like, well, I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a bee guy. I've already given to the bees, you know, so I got to figure out something to do. I think, um, oh, I did join, so I finally joined Heifer, where you give like a goat to a, a family. Oh, wow. so now I'm hitting all the, I'm a great person, hitting all the, hitting all the five dollar a month. Sure, because every, because someone could that bring be uh, like, oh, really, Joe? Well, oh, you're giving to the bees, not people. Oh. And what marriage? You're not married, are you? Kids? Oh, I see. I see. This is a pattern for you. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, you you do hate people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. That's good. The goat. I I do need to get married and have kids at some point because I think people people are like, why aren't you married with kids? People think you're something's up. You know. You Focused know? on your career. That's what you tell people. I look. I went back and watched cartoons from my childhood. Um, all of the villains. In cartoons are just single white guys in their 30s <laughs> who want money yeah it's like okay what why is that so bad <laughs> maybe i'm trying to get more money to give more money oh is that <laughs> are you saying cartoon supervillains may have been uh, misunderstood yeah smurfs gargamel wanted to turn the smurfs to gold well they're basically mice you know everybody's trying to get rid of mice and if you can turn them to gold bonus yeah uh in the care bears the villain is no heart uh his weakness is if if you show him love he feels physical pain I know like six guys like that. Yeah, right. They just need a good therapist. They had a bad childhood. Can't, also, take, a, can't take a compliment. Yeah. Also, these Care Bears are like little babies showing affection. It's like, where are your parents? This is not appropriate. I told you this caused me physical pain. They're the ones being jerks. Also, I don't know how old the Care Bears are. It would be funny if they were all in their 40s. For all I know, they're... Right. I'm Funshine Bear. I'm 46. <laughs> but... 
don't know. I feel like all through childhood and even in college, they teach you that money's bad and don't be greedy. Mm-hmm. Villains have money. And, and then as soon as you finish college, they're like, oh, but don't forget, you owe us a hundred grand in student loans. Mm-hmm. It's like, I thought, I thought you said money was bad. Right. Well, just it's bad if you don't pay us, you know. So I think that's what happened to Gargamel. You know, he went to Duke, majored in philosophy, couldn't get a job. Now he's mad at the color blue. I go get you, you blue devils. So wait, I'm saying the Smurfs. You just made a connection to I'm the, saying the Smurfs, Smurfs and are the Duke, Duke blue, blue devils. devils. Yeah, of blue. That's right. <laughs> Damn right. That's what I'm saying. It's a long stretch. <laughs> But that's my stretch that I'm. That's my stretch that I'm making today. Oh, that's fantastic! <laughs> that's fantastic. Cartoons, yeah. That, that's really good. Uh, I saw on your. Uh, let's talk some more about what's going on here this week. I saw the other night Jackie Cation made a little stop in here. Yeah, my boy Jackie Cation came by Tuesday night. Uh, she's awesome, and I've done her Dork Forest podcast. Um, but yeah, we had a super fun night. Um, my father friend Maria Heinig from New York. So we had Tony Dale, and then uh, and then Tim Harmston's coming out Saturday to do guest spots. What? So I got a lot of you know a lot of friends, and I just did size podcast. So it's nice to be here, see a lot of friends. Very cool. Jackie taught me Snapchat in the green room. Is it? it- it's just wait. What what is that? When you give me a look, I don't know what that uh, means. Because I think I heard you say on your podcast recently something about ah Snapchat. I'm not. Oh no, I don't want to. But she kept teaching it to me. Okay. It's not like I was like, please teach me Snapchat. How did this lesson start? Jackie was just like, here's Snapchat. And I was like, I don't know anything about it. She's like, here's how it works. And then she showed me a filter where you can have um, different different faces. And so I like. So I like the filters. Sure. But yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna download Snapchat. Okay, but, you're but, but suddenly I, switching your allegiance. But she did teach me Snapchat in the green room, yeah. Okay. So uh Tony that's featuring yeah. this week. Yeah. Is he did you bring him along? Kind of, yeah. I mean he's a he's a comedian friend and um he tours and um uh, it worked out that he could do this week, so I asked if it was cool if he came, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I guess I brought him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, I mean, I I figured because I hadn't seen him before. Yeah. 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 He was really funny. Yeah, he's great. He uh, he lives in Astoria, Queens, and um, he um, and we're he's he's he record he also recorded Dennis Regan's recent album. He does audio stuff. Oh, okay. So we're gonna um, we're gonna film Saturday. We're gonna have um, Tim Harmson hired a guy to do a two camera shoot and then tony's gonna do audio and um we're gonna get some good good footage from saturday oh from from both of you and as well as tim harmston very cool yeah oh right on uh i obviously the idea of this podcast is to get uh people to come out here to acme to see your shows and uh one of the things oh, well, one of the, Saturday taping that's the day well, on the Saturday taping obviously one of the reasons why they should come out here and see uh, you guys this week is <laughs> because in Tony's set he talks about a job he has that I never thought about anybody having uh-huh. and that is when he talks about um, what, what is it called a band he organizes marching bands yeah that's in, his yeah he makes a lot of money doing that in the summers like the when they go, like the University of Minnesota, when they go from the U to the M to the uh-huh. gopher thing or whatever, he does stuff yeah. like that. I don't know what it's called, but I think it's called marching, directing. I wrote it down in my little choreography. What did he call it? Yeah, marching band something or other. I didn't know that. 
Oh, band show designer. That's yeah. what he called it. Band show designer. He is hired to to buy various colleges to design their shows. But he gets a lot of business in the summers. It's crazy. I love that. And he puts a, and he's, you know, he's work like he puts in a lot of work throughout the day organizing these band shows. Yeah. And he's one of the more organized guys I know, so it makes sense. Are you sure that's not just because he walks around wearing a suit and that just gives the off suit, that aura? That's part of it, but yeah. he is very organized. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever has that ever been your thing to wear a suit on stage? No, I want to get a jacket and a cool like floral shirt so I can have a little have a little Seinfeld slash uh, Gabriel Iglesias vibe. Fluffy. I want a little fluffy Seinfeld combo. Okay. Hawaiian shirt, jacket over, jeans. Okay. That's good. Next time I'm here, I look for that. Please. Please. I just got to find the right jacket. All right. All right. Um, you grew up in West Virginia. Uh-huh. And we're done. No. Uh, and I, so one of the things I like to do is I'll look up stories. To see what the news, what's in the news in people's hometowns. Yeah. Do you have any idea what I may have found oh. today, this week, the biggest news? I would love to in hear. West Virginia. I have no idea. I, I didn't look up West Virginia news recently. You didn't. <laughs> oh. in, in the last few years, I have not been paying attention to Morgantown news. Well, maybe you should be after this. Yeah. What's going on? Are you ready? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. Let's not focus on the the deaths that are part of the story. Let's focus on why. Yeah, let's focus on the lives. At least, at least, Joe, at least three overdose deaths in West Virginia may be linked to a growing trend in Boone County. Where's Boone County? It's far. It's far away from where I grew up. But but we're going to say that no matter what. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where Boone County is. <laughs> where police believe drug users are turning to blank as an alternative form of methamphetamine. Do you have any idea what would be in that blank? At uh, least three overdose de- overdose deaths in West Virginia. Police believe drug users are turning to blank as an alternative form of meth. I I don't. Well, just because I'm from West Virginia, I would know. <laughs> No, I don't know. The answer is wasp spray. <laughs> wasp spray. Oh, no. Yes. That sounds horrible. Sergeant Charles Sutfin. <laughs> How do they figure these things out? Joe. They're like MacGyver for meth. <laughs> oh, really? You're going to put things behind a lock and key at, at uh, Walmart? Well, guess what? You're wasp. not hiding the wasp spray. How many different how many different sprays did they try out before they landed on wasp spray? Sergeant Charles Sutfin of the West Virginia Police uh, State Police said that people are using the cans of insect insect repellent to create a synthetic version of the drug. Uh, people are making synthetic type of meth out here out of wasp spray. It can cause erratic behavior and extreme swelling of the hands and feet. Yeah. He also warned that right. He also warned that users can experience a fatal allergic reaction to the synthetic drug, but only after repeated use. Oh, it just kicks in. <laughs> he says, from what I've been told, if you use it, you know, you might use it once or twice and be fine, but the third time your body hits that allergic reaction, it can kill you. I like uh, that you're not allergic to the first two times. That's weird. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Uh, a local station reported earlier this week that uh, in Boone County, they had sold more than 30. Uh, they had sold nearly 30 cans of wasp spray on Friday alone. What? Wow. 
Wow. <laughs> oh, what, what is a company? You're gonna have makes? to show Ortho your, is like. You, now you're gonna have. It's gonna be like. Uh, it's gonna be like that Zyrtec D. You're gonna have to show your driver's license to get wasp spray. Yeah. Uh huh. And wasps, wasps are different than bees, so we're, you, you're not being offended by this of people oh, right. potentially killing wasps, correct? Yeah, I don't know that wasps are in trouble, right? I, I'm not aware of wasps being in trouble. Wasps. Say wasp spray five times fast. Uh, say it with wasp being possessive. Wasps spray. Wasps. <laughs> wasps spray. Yeah, the wasps spray. <laughs> So, um, so there you go. There's a little West Virginia news. We'll see. I mean, West Virginia, it gets, it gets negatively, it gets the meth reputation, but basically Southern West Virginia along the Kentucky Virginia border is, is very different than Northern West Virginia, which is along the Ohio Pennsylvania border. Mm-hmm. It's almost like two different places because I grew up in Morgantown, and the accent there is more of a Pittsburgh accent. It's like, hey, you going downtown? Okay. Going downtown to go see the Pittsburgh Steelers? It's like a whole different vibe, and there's, I don't know, but people don't believe me. They're like, you're from the South. I'm like, well, I grew up north of D.C. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't believe you. It's south of something. I have a, the funnest fact about West Virginia that's going to blow your mind. Lay it on me. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. The northernmost tip of the state of West Virginia is um, even with New York City on the longitude-latitude lines. Oh, that's how far Northwest Virginia goes. Okay, but I only say that because people in New York always think I'm from the South. I, I coincidentally heard a stat earlier today yeah. about a different city that's on the same latitude longitude as New York City. Yeah, Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh wow. Yeah. What do people? What are? What do people think about Minnesota? Other, is the stereotype just nice? Or is there anything else? <laughs> Uh, passive aggressive. Oh, passive aggressive. That, I think that's that's the you know when you dig deeper on the nice. Yeah, passive yeah. aggressive. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. that, that's the big one. I think. Well, last time I was here in the winter, you guys are tough too. Last time I was here in the winter, my friend asked me if I wanted to do play pond ice hockey mm-hmm. at seven in the morning, um, and I've never had more reasons to say no to something. I can't skate. I don't trust pond ice. <laughs> I don't want to get up at six in the morning uh-huh. to go get hit, body checked. Yeah. I don't know how to juggle a puck or shoot a puck. I mean, there's just so many reasons. I think hockey, professional hockey players must be, that's got to be the most intimidating sport in the world. It's just like, oh, yeah, and at any moment you're going to have to fist fight mm-hmm. on ice. Yeah. Everybody's. There's a good chance you're going to lose teeth somehow today. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. That's got to be the most intimidating sport. Clearly just Russians. Clearly people who live in very cold climates and just need to get outdoors are like, oh, yeah, let's play that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, it's I've never gone out and done that. Yeah. But uh, I, I would. <laughs> you get... You get if you get body checked, you land on hard ice. Right. There's nothing. There's nothing about hockey that doesn't hurt. <laughs> Everything hurts. I imagine it looks like it hurts. Except for spectating. Yeah. Except for spectating. The truth is, though, Joe, uh, in the thing that you were invited to, I don't think they allow checking. 
Oh, they don't on pond hockey. You don't body check. I don't think so. It's just a friendly game. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. I think it, you know. I mean, there you know. There's you're gonna run into somebody, but I don't think it's uh, f you. I'm gonna knock you to the to the ice with my full body weight. Okay. All right, that's fair. As long as the pond doesn't crack. Okay. I heard you. Well, I've seen it on your on your uh, Twitter, and I also heard it, you say it on your podcast that you're going overseas soon. I'm going to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Yeah, first time there. It goes for a month. I'm just going to be there August 12, 13, 14, and uh, I'm going to do an hour. First time in Edinburgh, and they have more themed shows. Right. So, yeah. So I'm calling my hour the Infinite Knowledge Tour, and I will. Um, imp- I will impart infinite knowledge. My goal is to impart infinite knowledge on you within an hour. Okay. Yeah. And that's, I guess that kind of ties into the, the theme of your podcast. Yeah. Right. Totally. Yeah. Are there any what what qualifies as uh, making it um, on your radar of of, in, of uh, seeking infinite knowledge? Like, where are you finding it? Oh, I just thought it'd be a, f- uh, you know, I thought it'd be you know. A, an attainable goal I could set for myself, and and it, basically I, I just I just go out and try to learn one thing each week, and add it to my to my knowledge. Um, so I'm slowly adding things to my knowledge. I did my best to catch up with uh, episodes of your podcast, and then you released one today. Oh yeah, we're we well, keep I, don't it going. I didn't have time to get to we to keep that it one. going. Keep I it going. Like the last six. Previews. Oh wow! Yeah, awesome. What what do you think? But. It, Oh, I really enjoy it. Sweet. I'm. Uh, I mean, I listen. I've listened in the past. It had been a little while. Um, Thank you for listening mm-hmm. to a gr- to a great listening experience. Mm-hmm. I like to consider myself one of the great ones. You're one of the greats. Mm-hmm. I, I make it to the end. I want to. We're. I'm. We're in the process of making a T-shirt that says "One of the Greats" and then it has an arrow pointing up. Is, is that a good shirt? Uh, yeah. yeah. Then it just you can walk around being one of the greats. Yeah, you I want one. I'll, 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 I'll buy one. You you uh, announce that, and I I will search one out and get it. Sweet. Yeah, for sure. Uh, no, it's 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 a good show. I love that uh, you guys. Uh, you'll be. It's the two you and your friend Tom. You'll be in the middle of a conversation, and then like. Um, when it's story time, you have a little drop that says, "And now it's story time." Yeah, we got a little sound bumps. I like those. I Sweet. like those. Sweet, thank you. I like you. those. We got um, edgy social commentary, story time, name drop. I like name drops. Mm-hmm. Name drop. I'm a big fan of name dropping on this podcast yeah. and hearing them on yours. For sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's been fun to do. Can we... I saw... So I saw something that happened to you on your Twitter, and then I also saw that I think you discussed it on your most recent episode of your podcast. Uh-huh. Something happened on a beach. Do you mind if we talk about that oh, here? Oh, I'd be, I'd be happy to talk about it. Okay. People... My friend was visiting, and she goes, let's go to the beach. It's the summer. And I'm like, I don't want to drive to the Hamptons. I don't have a car. And she's like, no, the New York City beach. And I've been in New York eight years. I forgot that there's a beach. It just doesn't make sense. That city is so stressful and noisy. It doesn't make sense that there's an ocean with a beach there. Sure. Um, And that you can just take a subway to it. It just doesn't add up in my head. It's like, you know, picturing a rat with a dolphin, you know, or a pineapple pizza. I've heard it's good, but I'm skeptical, <laughs> you know. But I'm like, all right, yeah, let's check it out. I've never been. I went to Coney Island Beach, um, took a subway, got off. There it was, sand and salt water, 
seagulls. It was bizarre. And we, we were you on the subway with your flip flops and yeah, (laughs) it was nuts. I couldn't believe it. The city, the city and vacation, they don't, they just don't add, they don't match. Right. So we walk out there onto the sand, sit down, not two minutes goes by and New York police approach us of course yeah there's no there's no relaxing of course there's cops coming and uh they say hey we need to clear the area for the uh for the scene and you know and we assume, you just assume the scene means crime scene uh-huh so we or go- maybe they were filming an episode of csi yeah maybe so right so we gather up our beach towels that we just put down leave the beach for the scene and um and we could see cops gathered around something about 50 feet away and uh so i looked it up the next day um the news says coney island police find leg washed to shore So my first time going to the New York City beach, a leg washed ashore. No, 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 and, no. And a leg is somehow worse. Than, somehow a leg sounds worse than a body. I don't know why. Like a body, you're like, well, he's definitely dead. A leg, you could be optimistic. You could be like, well, maybe the rest of him made it. Yeah, maybe it fell out of a box somewhere. <laughs> maybe the rest of him's doing all right somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> but no, somehow a leg makes it worse. Um, and it just... I, I'm just I'm done with people in New York telling me that there's a beach that's fun to, because there's there's not that that was the only and final straw I need to know that yeah okay yes there's a place where salt water hits sand but there is not a beach it's not a be- it's not the beach it's it's um it's the city f- overflowing into the ocean. I love the way you said that. A little right. poetry, a little poetry for you. That was very good. Yeah. At any point, did you tell your friend, I told you, told you this was a bad idea? Well, we didn't find out till the next day that it was a leg. Okay. We just knew it was a scene, and we were kind of like, oh, maybe it's uh, maybe it's just uh, something nice they're doing. You know there's an even additional update to that leg. I did not know that. I do want to hear what happened. I'm riveted. After breaking news here on the podcast. After discovering a severed leg near New York Aquarium last week, near Joe Zimmerman and his beach towel. That's right where we were, right at the aquarium. Yeah. Police continue to find police continue to find human remains in the water off Coney Island Beach. Uh, Of course. Yeah. The additional body parts were discovered amid rocks off West Fifth Street at 630 on Saturday. I know you have that thing, Joe, where you worry about, like, you have the thing where, like, do I have an alibi? Can I yeah. kind of go through to keep that in my life? Okay. So, <laughs> a spokesman for the, for the police department could not describe the discovery in detail. You're right. But eyewitness accounts suggest the entire corpse may remain unaccounted for. Uh, my friend asked the cop, is that the body? And he said, well, sort of. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. It just keeps getting more gory. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, that that basically ends it there. So, yeah. They've... So, they don't have much of an update. I want to know, like, I want to know the murder mystery. Is it a murder? Is it a, is it a somebody fell off a boat? 
I want them to. I want to. Uh, they need to identify the body. I want that update. Sure. Do they uh, ever? Do they make those on news updates? Do they? I don't know. Do they keep updating? I don't. I think those things just disappear. I think it's time to set a Google alert for uh, body parts. Coney Island. These the body part news kind of just disappears like a body. <laughs> hey, <laughs> so <laughs> I guess so. Where do you normally go swimming? <laughs> yeah, I, New York. I mean, if you if you live in New York, you just know there's not there's not really a lot of relaxing to be found. Mm-hmm. It's you know, you, I come to Minneapolis. There's peace and quiet. I mean, I know it doesn't feel like that. You're used to it, but. It feel to me. It feels like peace and quiet here. You know, it's uh, well, nice. It's, it certainly can be. It certainly can be. I need another update from you, Joe. Yeah. This is something that we also talked about last time, and uh, it was me complimenting you on one of my one of my favorite jokes you were doing at the time last year. Okay. Last night when I was here at the show, you you did not do it. I wonder what it was. Uh, well, I'm about to tell you, and I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know where it went. So I'm going to have you tell me. And this, we talked about it this uh, last time because mm-hmm. it's the one where the punchline is Matt Damon, Matt Damon, Matt Damon. Oh. And then we discussed about how it doesn't work for everybody. Yeah. So I want to know, did you, has it been uh, touched up? Is it the same? Is it gone? Where is that joke? Thank you for reminding me of that because I loved that joke. It made me giggle, but. It was to say it ended up the same as what we were talking about. It didn't work with enough people, so you can't keep doing a joke that doesn't work with enough people. But the fact that you liked it is a sign, um, a positive sign. I guess I'll have to go back and and review it. it I'm trying to remember how it went. It was like um, uh, what is something on the lines of "Tell me if this is what you remember." Do you remember the joke? Something like uh, when I meet someone, there's th- I have three questions for them. Oh yeah, I'm trying to make small talk more fun. So instead of where you're from, what do you do? Um, you know, what's your name or whatever, whatever the small talk is, I say, um, um, "What would you name your firstborn child?" Uh, if you could be best friends with anyone, who would you pick? And what is your favorite Matt Damon movie? And if you want to get to know me, my answers are Matt Damon, Matt Damon, and great question. There are a lot of great Matt Damon movies. So many. Um, Born Identity, The Departed. I do think We Bought a Zoo was underrated. <laughs> Thank you for shouting that out. Um it's not I, on your uh, album. I'm trying to remember where I, does that go anywhere? I know I didn't kept I I dropped the joke because it wasn't wasn't working. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. I think that um I think that it's too big of a it's the classic comedy math thing where um though the punchline is too far away from the setup for a lot of people. Hmm. to to follow it. Mhm. So okay, let's tie. You have this. to really. I think. I think you have to be listening really closely to the setup to enjoy the punchline. All right. Well, then, if you don't mind, I want to ask you about something uh, that you were uh, doing on stage last night. We talked about it very briefly before you went on stage. I, we ran into each other at the bar before uh, you went on. You had your your page of notes, and you had written something on there about Will Smith. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, I think I know where that's going to go b- yeah. based on listening to your podcast. There was some really funny stuff that you had done on your podcast. And when I heard it, and, th- and I was and I was uh, going to tell you, like, if you're not using that on stage, you should. That sounds like a bit. Mm-hmm. Well, then last night you did it on stage. You Not based on what I said. You already planned on doing that. Let's make that clear. Uh, 
How do you think it went? How do you think it's going? Where, where's that joke going? Oh, I really like the promise of the joke. Um, it just has a lot of work to go because there's a lot of words to say right now. Yeah. And the more words to say, the more complicated it is. But, um, but but also now that you're mentioning it, maybe I could just chain tweak the Matt Damon joke to make it Will Smith Will Smith joke and then combine the two, because the Matt Damon the other problem with the Matt Damon joke is <laughs> the Matt Damon thing kind of comes out of nowhere of me like loving Matt Damon, um, but I also love Will Smith so maybe I could try tweaking it to Will Smith. It's a good workshop. Yeah. But uh, basically, I'm watching the One Strange Rock documentary on Netflix, and I just think it's funny that it's narrated by eight astronauts and Will Smith. Um, eight astronauts, and uh, you you know you learn these interesting things about how cool our planet is, and then you also are reminded fun facts about Will Smith. It's just so specific to both, and. Um, the joke I want to do involves how at one point we learn how the moon was formed from a giant collision that hit the earth 4.5 billion years ago yeah. and knocked the earth on a tilt, tilt on its axis. And uh, Will Smith goes, yo, if that collision hadn't happened, my backyard in Philly growing up would have been a glacier. <laughs> and, that right, Will? and you're like, what else? What else would have been different about your life, Will Smith? If um, the collision that had allowed life to happen <laughs> had never occurred. Yo. Yo, if we didn't have uh, if we didn't have life, man, my son, Jaden, I might have named him Will Jr. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to get jiggy with it. I was trying to think of a way that I was trying to think of a way to get to the punchline. My life would have been flipped, turned upside down. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. But there's no way to say that. There's got to be. With the crowd, without the crowd being like, oh, okay. It's like, why are you groaning? It's such a great twist. Yes. <laughs> I hate it when, you, say, uh, you know, if the Big Bang hadn't happened, allowing space, time, and gravity, my life would have been flipped, turned upside down. They're like, oh. <laughs> Crowd's like, oh. What? Like, why are you groaning? That's That should be hilarious. <laughs> it's a classic Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reference. Yes! Yeah. Screw you if you're against that. So I like that you like the jokes that I like that audiences don't like. Yeah, what does that say, <laughs> man? <laughs> but we'll keep working on it. You, you're inspiring me to keep working on it. Apparently. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we should uh, we should put a bow on this pretty quick here. Uh, there's just a few more things I want to bring up. One is the fact that uh, you <laughs> on stage last night you did you brought up uh, one of your jokes that I just love, and now it has a T-shirt tie-in. Oh heck yeah! Yes, nice. Yeah. So um, I don't even know how much more we want to say to that, but people coming to the show. Uh, maybe bring in a few extra bucks because you can buy a really cool T-shirt from Joe, and then you get a download of the album. Oh yeah, if you right? get the t it's an extra soft T-shirt, and it's a cool artwork, and with it you get a download card to my new hit album, Innocence. <laughs> How can you go wrong? That's, so that's yeah, fantastic. I hope you come out and yeah enjoy the show. And um, Tony's great. Brandy Brown is the host; she's great. And then Saturday we're doing the taping with guest spot local legend Tim Harmston as well local legend tim harmson i need to talk to tim harmson because i have a really random question for him all right about uh something i you remember the baseball player robin yount 
I do. Yeah. Yeah. There's a he has a product at, uh, <laughs> called Robin Aid. Really? Yeah. It's lemonade. With and it, it's it tastes like the stuff you would buy like at a street fair where it's super sugary. It's, uh-huh. it's pretty good. I I went to the store, uh, the Holiday Gas Station by my house two weeks ago, and I'm looking for something for a beverage. I'm like, Robin Aid? What is this doing in St. Paul, Minnesota? This is so random. Yeah. So I bought it, brought it home, drank it. It's delicious. I looked it up online, like because uh, you know all, every company's got the uh, uh, where to find our product. Uh-huh. So I went on their site, looked it up. Nowhere in Minnesota is this supposed to be available. Really? Why was it by my house in St. Paul? And like not even like nowhere in Minnesota. Like, like nowhere out of the Milwaukee area. Yeah. I mean, there were like little dots all over the, you know, whatever county Milwaukee's in, but Maybe. nothing outside that area. How did it end up? I need to ask my Wisconsin connection. Maybe one grocery, my theory is one grocery store, a Robinade salesman came, dropped off a little tester, and they were going to test to see how it did in the market. I'm going to go back and buy all of it so they Yeah. Play. That's their that's you're their guinea pig yeah. and they're going to buy more now. I they I guarantee they didn't predict that some podcast host in Minneapolis was going to be bringing it up. Yeah, that's huge. So I recommend Robinade. This uh this this portion of No Laugh Track podcast is brought to you by Robinade. Robinade. And, yeah. Uh, Hashtag #Robinade. <laughs> Hashtag #Robinade. No, the uh the actually the I think the last thing I want to ask you about is if I'm in front of my since I already came and saw your show this week uh-huh. um I, I've, I've made other plans for tomorrow night. Sure. It may include watching um, This Week at the Comedy Cellar on Comedy Oh, Central. yeah. Will you be on tomorrow night? Friday night. I'll, um, I, I taped um, on Sunday, and then I'll find out tomorrow afternoon. They'll send me an email if one of my topical jokes made the cut. And if so, then I'll post on social media. Okay. So there's a chance I'll be on Comedy Central tomorrow night for awesome. for the Comedy Seller Show. Because yeah, I taped Sunday this past Sunday. They uh, they tape a ton of comics doing topical jokes. How, what are, what are the producers telling you when you show up on Sunday? N- nothing. They they give you topics Saturday. They say okay, the topics this week are R. Kelly, um, Epstein, um, summertime, and then you have one day. And then you tape Sunday, try to do some topical jokes. And uh, and then and then more comics do it Tuesday, and then more comics do it Wednesday. Oh, sure. So they make the cut Thursday, and by the time they make the cut, only about, you know, one in five comics get their jokes on the air. Okay. So, I mean, so statistically speaking, chances are I won't make the cut, but I did have a, a, I did have a topical joke that went really well so hopefully it's on there okay yeah i'm looking forward to it. were you on the first season this is the premiere season one is to i mean two is tomorrow. yeah i was on I, one? I had one yeah i was on one episode of the first season as awesome. well yeah it's super fun to do it's super awesome. fun to do those Very tapings cool. hey uh did you experience the blackout last weekend in new york only in that yes only in that that i was at the comedy cellar the trains would not go home and getting a lift home was 140 dollars so I spent the night. took a city bike. I biked um I biked for seventy minutes from the lower west side to Astoria over the Queensboro Bridge. It was a nice little a nice little six hundred calorie city bike home. Would you think you'll ever do that again? As a, as a uh, Yeah, it actually it actually turned me on to the 
to how nice it is to bike late at night in New York in the, those big bike lanes. I'm like, oh, this is actually more pleasant than sitting on the subway with with people who are literally blacked out. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like ride on the train with people who are blacked out or avoid the train because there's a blackout. <laughs> Love it. Uh, I think that's it. If there's nothing more. Awesome. You, um, well, I hope you'll check out my Instagram, Justin. I'm posting silly videos each week mm -hmm. at Joe Zimmerman. Absolutely. But thank you for uh, having me. Yeah. And uh, people should obviously, like we said, come out to the shows this week at Acme and subscribe to your podcast, A Great Listening, a great experience. listening experience. Give that a review. Give this one a review. Since yeah. you're listening to this one, that would be Hit them up. Two fantastic. birds, one stone. Yes. Two iTunes reviews. Perfect. Thanks, Joe. Thank you.